Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. <laughs> we are live. Are we back? We're back. Welcome We're back, back to the OC. There we go, The everybody. Osteo Connection. Kevin Burning some sage. We saw a ghost run through here this morning. For those of you who don't know, we uh, our clinic is a... Uh, we're situated in Haunted. an old... Haunted. This is not what you think it is. Old 1891. <laughs> so we are burning some sage. Okay, we're good. I think we're good. We're I heard good. them screaming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome Just back to the OC. It, out on the match. On the matchbox. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know if my back catches on fire. Uh, well, guys, good to be back. Good to be back. DOC, are you so, quarterback in this one? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Lisa's going to be pissed. We're all in dark colors again. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> Sean's dressing no? up in his t shirt again. Go shirtless. We're so Summertime. jacked right now. Yeah. Seriously. Right? What day are we now? 29, maybe? We're getting up there. We I, are into week five. Week, yeah, five, week five, no booze, yeah. extreme workouts. Extreme. Well, I, I'm I officially I'm out because I was sick and I didn't work out that day. So, ah. but I'm still doing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there's. I have an asterisk. I, I jinxed think, myself I because I told Jen, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. she You're did teasing it. Jen. And and teasing Jen, teasing Jen, and then she actually did it. I know. I'm oh. okay with it. It's okay. But, uh, the most important thing is to develop the good habits, right? Yeah, well, and, and more importantly, create the habits you want. Yeah. Mm. You know, not this insane thing we're doing. No, exactly. You know, be good with the, the creating your own uh, habit routine. Yeah. But it's been, it's been really fun feeling stronger, feeling more mobile, feeling uh, yeah. more energized. Funny, eh? Other funny than how that. exercise, <laughs> water. Those two days last week were. Yeah. It's funny how exercise, yeah. water, and eating well can do that. Weird. And, I, and how quickly? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's yeah. no booze, and it's booze. not that. It's not that we drank a lot. Like no, I, honestly, I never drank more than like twenty drinks a week. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, other than the the seven scotches on a Friday, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't drink that much at all. Yeah. No. But um, yeah, no. It, I, but and shockingly, the no booze is the easiest part. Yeah. I found, anyways. I don't crave it at all. Like it's nuts. Like I don't. I have think a couple about times it. on a weekend because I've bought wine for my wife, and I'm yes. like, mm, I would like to have one, but Listen, I didn't. So I, I can see. You <laughs> don't want to, you know, kind of put her on the spot, but <laughs> she's spot. being very unsportive. I use the word selfish a lot. She at drinks home. in front of you, in front of me, while you're struggling. Yeah. <gasps> Does she make you smell it? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. No. So. Uh, well. Well, I say that, but my wife doesn't drink, so that wasn't. Well, a, hmm. But realistically, I agree. She because did eat chips more in often than not. I'm like, just I don't even bad. think about it. But when it's open, I'm like, ah, that'd be nice. But it's easy. It's just in passing, you know. Mm-hmm. Instead, I grab another glass of water for like you know the eighth of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The water. I was telling uh, you guys though, just instantaneously now, within four weeks, like the water's flowing through you. We get into the sauna, which used to take five, ten minutes before you start really sweating. Now it's like. Boom, you're dripping oh, in, yeah. in 30 seconds. Mm. Yeah. Even on the bike, I rode the bike. Like, oh, 
just I did one on the weekend and I was listening to something and I just totally lost time. Yeah. <laughs> 35 minutes. Amazing. It's like, oh, geez. Yeah. That was I mean, a little long. That's a long time. No. Why am I so tired? So for so, those of you who haven't... No uh, liquid left in my body. For those of you who are listening to the first time, we are currently on week five of the 75 Hard Challenge. We've been doing that uh, as a community here at the clinic and with some of our significant others um, and some patients, actually some clients. So it's a really fun challenge just to well it's fun to be doing this with a community like i say yes and it's fun to reflect and again there should have been prize money it would have been better if there was prize money it's just we're we're out of our comfort zone we can do second half prize yeah second half good it's better for you you're the first half it's better for me yeah you're right especially i don't know anything for the first time (laughs) (laughs) you gotta buy back in though no you gotta buy back in there's no no buysies no buybacks so what do we got today well, today, uh, after our lovely discussion uh, about uh, some clinic affairs before, we, uh, we're we going to talk about, uh, can we say when shit hits the fan? We just did. There yeah. you go. Boom. When shit hits the fan. When life goes awry. <laughs> or as Sean <laughs> likes to say, <laughs> as life goes awry. Awry. Yeah. Oh, that's how you say it. Yeah, that's <laughs> so it. So, tomato, wanted, tomato. We wanted to discuss a little bit, like, you know, Everyone, you know, in life and in, in clinic, especially was what we're talking about uh, with the podcast for sure is uh, your work. Um, there comes times when things do not go as planned uh, or uncomfortable situations come up and Jason's case and all those pending court cases. <laughs> but other than that, no, you're good, Jay. You're back. Yeah, right? Just walk it off. You were cleared, no? I was. Oh, yeah, most of the counts. I still can't go within about 50 meters of some, you know, Schools Elementary stuff, schools, but it's not a big deal. Okay, uh, but on, in all seriousness, thank you though for the concern. You're your genuine concern is You're very welcome. appealing. Well, we did pay for your legal fees, so <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> uh, so now, yeah, back to uh, the serious part. Uh, often things can go wrong, uh, either with you know your uh, dealing with a patient or dealing with a staff member or part of your admin staff. Uh, and these are often things that uh, often can go too far. And, and we have these certain reactions, or if you've ever been in that situation, you probably notice certain reactions that you constantly have towards these types of situations. And they can uh, vary depending on where you're at. Or like yeah. Sean was discussing before. Crying. And, and another. <laughs> well, one go-to that we, we like is the, the crying fetal position mm-hmm. in the shower. Yeah. That really helps. But yeah. Well, it helps us, but it doesn't help the situation. So what we're at today is how do we help the situation? How do we help us and our reaction to any situation that arises either in the clinic or at home in life? Uh, uh, So, boys, what are some of the key factors we need to look at to help people understand? Well, number one, Sean, maybe you can start on why is it that we get into certain situations and that we... uh, possibly react badly and or uh, not don't handle a situation the way we maybe would have preferred. Yeah. So we were, we were speaking about this in the, uh, in our eight mindful minutes today, but I I like to refer to this analogy of um, the camel, the camel. Yes. Oh, the camel. And if the, yeah, two humps or one hump. (laughs) That's another story. Never mind. Uh, Sorry, buddy. So if you've ever ridden a camel through the desert <laughs> on a Sunday night, um, no, that's a different story. Oh. So, uh, but I, I kind of use this analogy and it's, this is just health and life in general, but I, I, I explain this to my patients a lot, but um, in life, 
if you have a, a capacity to buffer stress, each of ours is different, right? So let's take a look at this. Uh, if we look at a, a cup, right? So most people have, there's an empty space in that cup. Now, some people have more empty space in that cup. Uh, and this, as I, I'm going to allude to, is your ability to buffer stress, be it physical, mental, uh, emotional, spiritual, right? But each person's but each person's space is different. Now you start to throw work stress on there. You start to throw um, physical stress. So maybe you're not sleeping well. Maybe you're not, and your your capacity to buffer that stress diminishes over time. So uh, then all it takes is one event, um, let's say at work or in the workplace or at home in your relationship, that might lower your threshold and set you over the edge. Okay. Now this this can bleed into all aspects of life, but as Kev alluded to, maybe it's maybe it's your reactions to certain situations. So your threshold is lowered, meaning that um, you might you might find yourself going off in certain situations, uh, losing your temper, losing control, uh, handling a situation that you then go back into your car and say, "Oh, I can't believe I said that," or "Why did I do that?" or "Why did I handle it that way?" Right? Uh, again adding fuel to the fire of something that is already blazing. So this is, this is really important. Um, and Jay, I'm going to throw it over to you, but, uh, so understanding your capacity to buffer stress is, is of the utmost important and, and then taking care of the things that you can that are in your control in order to have a better handle on as these situations arise. So, and that, again, you can expand that or extrapolate that analogy into all aspects of life. Well said. Yeah, it's like when you're pulled in too many directions. That's how it feels, yeah. right? Too yeah. many directions. Juggling too much is a great analogy. Yeah, like a lack of control. There's a yeah. lack in there. Lack. Hmm. Juggling. Oh, there's something Kevin, lacking. Kevin right juggling too many it. balls. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And his knee-jerk reactions afterwards. Yes. Classic. Classic, Kev. Classic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Short, yes, shortened threshold. Really good, guys. Yeah, really good one. Very, so yeah, so solution-wise, um, obviously, when you're in that situation, is it comes down to awareness. Is Always it? awareness. <laughs> yes. So the first thing you have to be obviously aware that wait a second here. You read that in a book somewhere? I did. Yeah. I did. Actually, it was a picture book, and I saw it. <laughs> um, yeah. So awareness draw, is always draw out awareness. You'd be surprised. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Just a dot in the middle of the page. <laughs> Just stare at it for a while. Yeah. Yeah contemplation yeah i mean i find the solution is is always like that for for most things right is a be first being aware that you that there is a problem there is an issue and you know seeing you're saying when when life seems to be almost spiraling under control your practice has all these kind of um, issues that are rising a lot of times at the same time and you start to feel overwhelmed is take that step back obviously be aware of that and then and then really see well why is that happening right so quite often people don't take that time and they, that's what Sean was saying. They just react. Oh, something pop, boom, react to that. Oh, something new. They react to that. Instead of having that, that mentality of, wait a second here, something's not right. Let's take a step back. Let's see the situation, uh, really investigate what's going on. And, and for me, for instance, one of the things I like to do is then make a list. If you've got a lot of these tasks that are upcoming or issues that have to be resolved is actually to take the time to itemize them and to list them out and then to, and then to prioritize, right? Prioritize based on what needs my immediate attention 
right? The most pressing needs, if you will. Is there anything on that list that you can delegate out that you can then shift to um, your office manager or you can shift to a colleague at work or at home if you can get some of your kids who are you know, most often good for nothing that they can maybe step up to the plate and help out a little bit um, and really prioritize you know, where, what needs to happen right away. Um, and the beauty of this is everyone likes that feeling of, you know, making a list and then crossing it off. So as much as my wife likes to think that multitasking is the way in this instance, it's not, it's really to what is your, what's the order of importance and then, and then committing to one, finishing it, Santa getting Claus. it off that list and then, and then hammering it down. Like Santa Claus? Like Santa Claus. Exactly. Mm. Check and it gives people a lot of, well, obviously you can Santa see how you start to build momentum on that, right? It, it feels good. It feels good to knock things off the list. It feels good to be taking action. And it's and almost, it, it helps to generate that momentum where you can start to A, get things done. And like, and like Sean, like you're explaining, it, it gives you a bit more of that buffer space. If you had 10 things and now you're down to six, it's like, oof, I can breathe a little bit better. Yeah. The work's not done, but it's giving you that space where you can have like, okay, it's not imminent. These things are important, but it's not as pressing. And it just helps in so many ways. It's not right? crippling anxiety. Exactly. It's just, it's just slight, anxiety. Just slight anxiety. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I like what you're saying. Uh, it brings me back to, so I don't know what you guys think about this, but so like when we're talking about stuff happening and then you're saying too about things escalating, you know, like one thing happens and then we deal with it badly and then another one happens. Mm. Snowball. So, so the snowball effect quite often too, the way I see it is when we're stuck in the thought process that, you know, life uh, happen is happening to us, you know, like that the external world is affecting us in this random way and not that it's happening for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's tough to, <clears throat> for a, it's tough for a lot of people to, uh, <laughs> one, to admit or to believe in or to uh, trust because it's much easier to say, well, it's not my fault. It's this random thing Jason. that's that's going on. That's that's really Jay did uh, it again. Jay yeah. did it again. So uh, you're the wh- victim, essentially. Wh- exactly. It's victimization. It's blaming, blaming or shaming, blaming others for Projecting. your misfortune, right? Mm-hmm. So now, so when we start to shift that mindset into life happening for us, then those situations that you're talking about, that both of you alluded to, were is uh, an opportunity for us to one be aware, like you said, like okay. I normally would want to strangle this person right now, but right now I'm not going to do that. I can't. One, because of all the legal I'm on pending parole. cases. I'm on parole anyway. I can't because I'm going to go right back. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that place. Yeah, it scares me. <laughs> um, so it gives you that opportunity to then uh, change into whatever it is that uh, you you want it to be. So how do I want to react to the situation? What energy do I want to bring to the situation to make it better, not have that initial reaction, which, you know, don't get me wrong. You're gonna, you're gonna have that feeling. You're gonna have that thought of like, oh yeah, maybe I should, maybe I should, and no one will find out that I strangled that person, <laughs> but it's probably going to get out. So just don't do it. So that's the key is, the, is, is really just catching yourself and knowing that, okay, when things start to escalate, it's probably because you've gone, like Sean said, the glass is too full. Now you're going way off into left field and you're just, uh, not capable of being aware of like, all right, I need to stop this, 
Hey guys, it's Sean, Kevin, and Jason here from osteomentorship.com. Today, we'd like to tell you about the Masters in Business for Osteopaths. It's an eight-week live interactive online program empowering you with a solid business framework to build your practice fuller and faster with confidence. This live interactive program is a pivotal business training program developed by osteopaths for osteopaths that will challenge you to execute at your highest level. Your MBO bridges the gap between your formal education and real-life practice success. Please visit us at osteomentorship.com forward slash MBA. Take a second and redirect myself in the, in the direction I want to go and how I want to handle this situation. Uh, so maybe we could expand on that a little bit with you guys, like just to see, um, well, you know, what do you, what do you, well, number one, I know you guys think probably similar, uh, similar way. It's, but it, maybe we could talk about how difficult that can become. Yeah. Cause I could give one example of like me last week being in a bad mood and Friday because I was sick for two days. My glass was very full <laughs> and I did not <laughs> resent myself. And I was, I had a, I can't say this on video. I had a tantrum. You were miserable. I had a tantrum. You were miserable. Yeah. Yeah. No, but we, so, we still love you. We yeah, for, we forgave you. We supported you, but I came right back. You did. Sponsor right back. Took me. Yeah. Everyone's allowed to have their days like that. Took yeah. me fourteen Bad days, and I was fine. <laughs> right. Uh, fourteen days, six beers. <laughs> right. Yeah, I went. A couple days of no exercise. Oh yeah. So yeah, seventy-five pause, not seventy-five hard. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> no, yeah, those bad days happen, right? And they happen yep. to all of us. And uh, again, and, you know, it makes me think, it's funny when you're talking, I just thought about that, you know, abundance versus scarcity um, concept, right? Whereas, you know, you can find yourself, depending on how you feel, how many, like, you can find yourself, again, looking through those two lenses. And um, you got to keep in mind, though, that there is a solution to everything. You know, everything can be thought through. Everything can be worked through but you have to actually spend the time, sit there like we did before, brainstorm, right? Um, because it can seem overwhelming. It can seem like, and it, and so that's one thing, you know, having people in your life that you can, you know, if you, you can do this yourself too, with a whiteboard and a, as Jay said, a journal, a piece of paper, um, you can, you can do these, but it does help to have people to bounce ideas off of, to talk like a, a soundboard, someone to listen to, people to play different roles, different advocates, right? Devil's advocate, kind of to some, the contrarian, right? Someone to see things differently. Um, role and play. again, role, role playing. playing. Yeah, yeah, role playing. You see both sides. Of the, exactly. Both sides because it, it helps. Uh, and the biggest thing is like, you know, taking so that that idea of that lens of abundance, right? Everything <clears> is figure, figure outable. But then also you need to be... I don't think that's a word. <laughs> I think it is. I think there's a book I that I read. There's a book called <laughs> Figure yeah. Outable. Everything's Figure Outable. Uh, wow. Everything is yeah. Figure Outable. I, I think that's everything is Figure Outable. I like it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> we should get shirts with that on it. Yeah. Well, I had a Vitality shirt, but you won't wear it. <laughs> that's a Vitality shirt. I thought it was... Shirt. I'm not going <laughs> oh. to... Um, not going to say it. But the lens... and the, So the contrary... So being able to actually see things through someone else's eyes is huge without judgment right so to be able to take a step back and honestly it's usually those closest to you that can call you on your potential bullshit and the things that you might be ignoring <laughs> or avoiding right so that's huge but just know that that is where the work takes place that's where the growth takes place so it's hard to it's hard to hear that maybe you've been ignoring things or it's hard to hear that maybe you mm. you know because we can convince ourselves oh no it's fine it's gonna be okay mm. right 
But when you do take a step back and you look with love, again, like we say, with love, with empathy, um, you can then move through most things in, in life, right? It made me, when you talked about the, there's always a solution to everything. What is it? It's outable. Yeah. Mm. Love that. <laughs> we should call the podcast that. <laughs> That's the title. Everything it's is figureoutable. figureoutable. It's figureoutable. Yeah. Um, often it's just because it's hard. Right. That's usually the main resistance to stuff like that, right? Where quite often it's something that you don't want to do. You know you need to do it, but you don't want to do it just because it's uncomfortable and or whatever. So it's, yeah. Your right. cup overflows when there's usually multiple things that you haven't dealt with. Yes. And they're all piling up inside, yeah. right? It's like they keep kind of stacking on each other until finally there's a boiling point. Yeah. And it's because of all these things that you were not taking care of in the past. Yeah. It's very rarely one thing. It's several things. And it's like all of a sudden you're like, Oop, I'm not doing that anymore. It actually makes me think of how I explain chronic pain to some of my clients. I drive, I draw that fancy little uh, stick know, action potential. Stick, stick man. Where you have like this kind of gap here. I'll show you my arti artistic... Thing. Look at this right here. Oh, Boom. Oh, I like wow. that. that so is. in order to get pain, you got to have a certain size of action potential to bridge this gap. Right, and you need a bunch of those hormones, like acetylcholine, all that kind of stuff to bring it up, and then boom, you get the pain. But in people with chronic pain, they that never empties. So this, usually within yeah, a millisecond, within a couple of milliseconds, this other um neurotransmitters and stuff come in to empty it again. So it takes the same amount of, of amplitude to create the effect. But with chronicity, that doesn't get emptied. So you get a little bit of chronicity, gets here, a little more gets here, and now it takes a smaller impulse to generate that nerve to come back, that, that pain response again. So it used to take like a right cross for you to feel the pain, and now like a jab, it's like, oh my God, I'm in that same amount of pain, is because you're not emptying that bucket. And so then you get this chronic pain because it just takes a small stimulus to get that pain. So that's why Decrease they come see, of resiliency. De yeah. Exactly. So that's why they come to see us is right. to decrease Fragility. the neurological input, that's right, fragile. to give it the time to bring back down to empty they out again. cry in the shower all the time. Yeah. A lot of crying. Yeah, especially a lot of punching that, bags. Especially punching bags are good. For that explanation. <laughs> Yo, you're welcome. I mean, <laughs> that drawing. That you're not alone, fantastic. Sean. I get a lot of compliments when I do that. So thank you for acknowledging <laughs> that. Yes. Actually, you know, that was very, I'm going to use that analogy. Thank yeah. you. It's very, I'm not going <laughs> to your, your patience will thank you. Yeah, and if you wear your Vitality shirt at the same time, wow, it's yeah. a twofer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll love it. They'll love it. So otherwise, so, solution-based, we can think of what can yeah, you do, right? So what do question. we do when when you can feel it? It's at the boiling point. Kev, what are your strategies? When you know, like on Friday, you're like, man, I am not pleasant to be around. I don't want to be around people. Um, I'm having a hard time not <laughs> yeah. showing it. Yeah. <laughs> so that is my tell. What, what, what is the... How did you Can't how did you, my face? How did you bring yourself back? What did you start? What did sit you sit in it? Honestly, uh, sit that, in your misery. Well, no. Well, I knew I knew a lot of it was just because I was sick and I tired. I, I was gassed. Like I just yep. had no gas left in the tank. Yeah. And uh, out that's late. my thing. I can't. I I can't fake it. I can't. yeah. Especially when you're getting older. <laughs> right. Makes, makes yeah. a difference, right? The right. resilience is even me. though it doesn't look like I'm the older one here. I am. <laughs> you just don't have that bounce back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think one one thing for sure kid. is is realizing, uh, you know, is realizing one, well, where is it coming from, and two is is just allowing yourself to feel that too. You know, you're gonna have days where you're not you're not feeling optimal and you're not feeling uh, up to things. So for sure, there's decisions you can make to uh, make sure that you're not in situations where. 
you know, that requires your full attention, that requires your 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 all for so like Friday was you know, we instead of staying and trying to push through something and probably getting more frustrated, uh, we told you to go home. You <laughs> politely asked me to leave. <laughs> said, it's not you, but it is you. It's not us. No, I like how you said that because most people I think listening aren't going to say, like, I like these ideas. I sat with it. Yeah. And then you can wrap your head around it and then you actually come out the other side feeling okay, like, like cut it's myself okay. some slack exactly. here. It's okay. I it's was, okay. you know, I was on my deathbed two days ago. Right. And <laughs> yeah. listening to Jim Jeffries at all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, yeah, so a lot of it is that, like you said before, I think is the awareness too of uh, knowing that potentially you did too many things to create the situation where uh, potentially you're more tired, more drained, more whatever it is. Uh, and uh, through that awareness of looking at it like that, that's when the body will actually probably go through that uh, sensation that you have, that emotion that you're feeling. Allow yourself to feel that so it will dissolve. Like, and what most of us try and do, which I, to share an experience, uh, I had, um, after, uh, please Kev, do share it. After, after one of those, uh, ayahuasca weekends, uh, I remember coming back and being like, uh, super, uh, irritated the next day. And it was a weird, the weirdest in f- feeling because it was like, I was frustrated mm. and angry inside, but I was actually laughing about it hmm. and i could see that i was like oh i could see my because wh- where where i'm getting at there's a point to the story is is uh, to come full circle is that as i f- saw my pattern of like oh when i'm like that what i do is i keep myself busy oh well, i gotta do this and i'm gonna do this oh, job and i do that and i knew it, i get it for a fact none of it was gonna work hmm. I went and tried to do one of them. I was missing a drill bit. I was missing this piece of wood. I had to go do Punched this. It wall. was just like, okay, that one's done. Went to job number two. The whole while, I knew I'm going to end up laying on the couch and reading something because I just needed to relax. But it took me two tries at trying something to then just laugh and say, okay, I'm going to go do what I thought I needed to do in the first place. Mm. So I think that pause really allows you to, to, to feel it. And if you don't allow yourself to feel it and let it disengage, then you kind of never get over it. You're only masking it a little bit. I, 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 think. I think what you're getting at is this. So Yeah, right. Trust your intuition for sure. It's, uh, it's funny how you'll always have these like insights of what you should be doing or how you should address an issue and how uh, you should approach some something, whether it's, again, with your patients, whether it's with your family, whether, whether it's work, whatever it is. Uh, and it's important to, to actually trust that and discuss it. And it doesn't mean it will be exactly what you think and whatever else too, but at least it leads to some motion and some momentum for things to get rectified and for everyone to feel better. So I really think that's a, yeah. a huge um, tip that people can do for sure. It's hard to do it when you're in a in a situation and, and you have to kind of do something. But the whole point is that if the more often you take pause and do that and have something to practice that, mm. then when you're in that situation, your cup won't be full of anyways. So and with your life and experience, right? As, as as the years go on, you know, listen, no one's you can't always escape this, right? No one's perfect. So 
when it happens at a later time, the next time it happens, you, you identify it faster, you put, you implement your strategies quicker so that you, you realize, wait a second, this is just me. You know, it's a busy time period, you know, take the time. What do I need to do? What's going to make me yeah. kind of feel better? Yeah. What can I, you know, what kind of plan can I put together? And you move forward before it becomes this reactionary massive event that it doesn't need to be where like you said, you're not really dealing with it anyway. You're just doing something explosive to temporarily, you know, put out the fuse, if you will, but yeah. it's still inside because you never really dealt with yeah. it sometimes. Yeah. So what I, what I think about that is just the making sure that you have the systems and procedures in place, the scaffolding, right? So that things run smoothly, but inevitably life happens and you might, you know, your ship might veer off course. So, um, and as you said, Jay, with experience, you learn, you're like, oh shit, I'm in the wrong place. I need to get back on course. You do that through, as Kev said, through intuition through sitting with it, through then becoming aware and taking action, right? And then a book I just finished because we're doing this 75 hard. This is a great book for all you out there. It's called The One Thing. So if you can actually apply this principle to um, exactly what Kev did, what's the one thing I need right now in order to kind of set the, you know, right the ship, uh, fill my cup back up, right? And, uh, and you know, you you have that access but usually what you do is you use this and you can use this in priority so it's what's the one thing i need to care, take care of now that almost makes everything else useless right you know all the other things so and if you trust your intuition and you listen to that and you ask that question over and over again you will be guided towards the one thing that you should take care of first right and it can be with you know i joking with jay and i were talking about this the other day but like you know you walk through the door and I always say this, what's the one thing I know that I can do? And it's it's making sure that I'm saying hi to, to Kelly. I'm, give, I'm giving her a hug. I'm giving her a kiss, right? So that to, to acknowledge her. And that I know, you know, leads to an amazing evening, right? Because there's, there's little things throughout the day that you can ask yourself this question. And it leads to uh, amazing, amazing results. Yeah. You going to do another diagram for us? Yeah. No, I just had a thought. Go on. <laughs> no. That's it. All right. I think probably best podcast ever. Should we end with some right? <laughs> ceremonial sage as well? Should we no. End? No, no okay. never. You never. Maybe that's why it was so good today. Yeah. Yeah. We burnt all the demons out. All the demons. Right? Yes. So when poop hits the fan. Yeah. You know. Or what was the other? Uh, everything is life. Figureoutable. Everything's figureoutable. Figureoutable. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, everyone. So uh, thanks again for joining us on the Osteo Connection. Uh, you can also see us, hopefully, on YouTube. Yeah, it's coming. It's, it's in the works. 2027. Okay. Yes, yeah, Steph. Oh, 2027. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the videos are being... God, uh, that's a uh, long download. Mm. Upload? Yeah, long uh, uploads, exactly. God. This material's One gold. Day. So. One day we'll get it. Oh, yeah. YouTube, osteometrship.com. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, if you're listening, and maybe we'll meet you in person next next month at the Osteo Integration Symposium. Integration Symposium, Hammertown, yeah. October 22nd. So a huge stand-up routine there. <laughs> we will be, uh, yeah, we will be speaking, and we look forward to meeting you all there. Have a yeah. great week. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Bye. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something, or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, 
Thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend. <laughs>